This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Thursday, March 25th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Newsom picks Bonta for AG. A water bond graveyard. USDA restarts and expands COVID aid. And filibuster-proof ag climate bill. Newsom nominates Bonta for Attorney General. In the wake of recent attacks on Asian Americans, Governor Gavin Newsom has chosen Bay Area Assembly member Rob Bonta to serve as the state's first Filipino Attorney General. Bonta will fill a vacancy left by Xavier Becerra when he joined the Biden administration. Growing up with parents steeped in social justice movements, Rob has become a national leader in the fight to repair our justice system and defend the rights of every Californian, said Newsom. Bonta's parents were organizers for United Farm Workers, according to the Los Angeles Times. The family lived in a trailer next door to UFW founder Cesar Chavez, giving Bonta a close look at the labor battles of the 1960s. Bonta served as deputy city attorney for San Francisco before running for office. Now keep in mind, Senator Anna Cabarello of Salinas was on the short list for attorney general. Before office, she advocated for farm workers as an attorney for the group California Rural Legal Assistance. State water proposals stall in the fourth house of government. Senate Ag Chair Andreas Burgess of Fresno says voters have approved state investments in water infrastructure that are then stalled by agency boards and commissioners acting as another branch of government. The Republican senator was speaking with the California Farm Bureau President Jamie Johansson this week at an Ag Day event. Even though the money was there, they find creative ways to make folks like us in the Central Valley continuously ineligible for these projects, says Burgess, that referring to the Prop 1 water bond passed in 2014. When the money stands there long enough, at some point in time, the wolves get hungry and then begin diverting it to other preferred projects. He cited the high-speed rail project as a, quote, classic example of this and said bond proposals lose their reliability as a result. If we were to have other initiatives pass forward, I would make certain the language is legally airtight and tied to a specific capital investment, he added. To clarify, policy insiders often joke that special interest groups are the third house of government after the governor and the legislature. A gray wolf visits the nation's top ag county. The Department of Fish and Wildlife has been tracking a gray wolf that initially wandered from a pack near Mount Hood in Oregon and was recently heading south along the Sierra Range. Readings from the GPS collar show the wolf recently dropped down into Fresno County. Researchers believe the young wolf is in search of a mate or to establish its own territory. The department is encouraging the public to report sightings and to review an identification page to distinguish the wolf from coyotes. Keep in mind, there are no indications the wolf is hungry for water bond dollars. USDA offers $6 billion in pandemic aid. USDA is restarting the coronavirus food assistance program and providing $6 billion in new forms of pandemic aid tapping additional authority provided by Congress in December. Some of the new assistance will require USDA to write new rules, a process that will start this spring. 
The new beneficiaries will range from biofuel producers and beginning farmers to hog producers who had to euthanize animals in restaurants who could be recipients of donated commodities. Some additional CFAT payments will be going relatively soon. Those include an increase in payments for cattle under CFAP-1 program and payments of $20 an acre for eligible row crops, alfalfa, corn, cotton, hemp, peanuts, rice, sorghum, soybeans, sugar beets, and wheat. We have more on the USDA's plans at agripulse.com. Growing GOP support for climate bill. Senator Mike Braun, the Indiana Republican, says more than a dozen fellow Republicans could get behind the new ag climate bill, but he's warning Democrats against overreaching in a way that would endanger GOP support. Braun told the AgriPulse Ag and Food Policy Summit that he has secured 10 Republican co-sponsors for the Growing Climate Solutions Act, which he introduced in the last Congress with Ag Committee Chairwoman Debbie Stabenow, the Michigan Democrat. Several more Republicans will sign on as well, assuming the Ag Committee's top GOP member, John Bozeman, agrees to support the measure, Braun said. Certainly, it will have the votes once it comes to the floor, Braun said. Take note, establishing a carbon bank at USDA would be a, quote, red flag for Senate Republicans when it comes to climate policy, Braun said. Bill's path not clear yet. Stabenow, who also spoke at the AgriPulse Summit yesterday, said she's addressing two concerns that Senator Bozeman had. No funding will come out of the Farm Bill programs, and a USDA advisory committee will have a majority of farmer members. She said the bill, which could require USDA to start certifying carbon credit verification services, is pretty simple, and that we're making some fine-tuning that will make it even stronger. To get a full Senate vote, the legislation could be attached to a larger bill, but Stabenow says she doesn't know what that will be. Democrats are planning to move a massive climate and infrastructure package at some point this year, but it's far from clear that it will be bipartisan or whether it will be one bill or a series of bills. Now, don't miss out on this. EPA Administrator Michael Regan assured summit attendees yesterday he'll be getting regular input from the ag sector. He said, quote, I want to hear from you directly when innovation has been stifled because we need to work together to overcome these challenges. We have more with Regan's comments at agripulse.com. Survey. Equipment manufacturers excited about 2021. Nearly 9 out of 10 heavy equipment manufacturers are bullish about the industry's prospects this year. That according to a survey by the Association of Equipment Manufacturers. Over half, or 55%, expect sales to hold steady or rise, despite the global pandemic still going. AEM President Dennis Slater said equipment manufacturers have, quote, begun to turn the corner, but that Congress needs to pass a, quote, long overdue infrastructure bill. Here's today's He Said It. In order for a Republican to have gotten selected to be a chair of a committee is a bit unusual. That Senator Andreas Borges describing how Democrats hold every constitutional office in the state and control all chair appointments in the legislature. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Thursday, March 25th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.